brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to What is Going On for New Thought from the Edge of Om. Each week on Om Time's flagship radio show, veteran broadcaster, author, and media consultant Sandy Sedgebeer conducts thought provoking interviews with inspirational authors, artists, musicians, scientists, speakers, and filmmakers who are working at the point where spirituality and science meet consciousness at the very edge of Om. Here is your host, Sandy Sedgebeer. Hello. With less than two weeks left to the end of yet another geopolitically and energetically tumultuous year, I'm sure we could all do with a shot of positivity to carry us forward into the coming year. So, with me tonight to share his secrets for safely shedding the turbulent energies of 2018 and setting powerful intentions for creating profound transformation in the year ahead is energy and transformation guide, intuitive artist and musician, Lee Harris. Lee, welcome back to What Is Going On. Hi, great to be here. Thank you for having me, Sandy. You know, Lee, this time 18 years ago, the world was looking forward to great anticipation to the birth of a new century that many thought heralded the dawn of a golden era. But the further we've moved into the 21st century, instead of being uplifted by the winds of change, it feels like we're becoming bruised and battered and downright exhausted. Um, so well, I'm confused by this because it seems as though everything is falling about. Uh, falling down around us, falling apart around us. And what you're doing is you're talking about 2019 as a year of beginnings. So what kind of beginnings are you anticipating? Well, firstly, it's funny when you say 18 years ago, I, go, I flash back in my mind. I'm like, OK, how old was I then? I was 24. <laughs> and I remember I was, you know, new in my metaphysical fairly new in my metaphysical search, maybe six years in. Um, and I'd been channeling for about three years, two, no, two years at the time. And just personally, not in any way publicly at that point. And I remember as much fear about 2012 back then as there was excitement. Um, it's interesting to hear you say what you just said, because I'm like, actually, I remember so many people and me not really, you know, wondering who to believe at the time. So many people talking about, oh, 2012 is the end of the world. In 2012, you know, the volcanoes are going to go off or there's an asteroid. Or, and then other people saying 2012 was the shift in consciousness. And other. So for, for me personally, one of the most difficult things that I think we have to navigate within the realm of consciousness, transformation, people who are lightworkers, is finding our own truth. And especially today... Uh, we've we've seen the internet connect us and allow conversations like this to happen and connections with people all over the world but we've also seen it become a tool for overstimulation and it, it, was, it was interesting when I was just meditating on 2019 a few weeks ago and talking to my guides about it they said to me 2019 year of beginnings and I was like huh that doesn't really how does how does that make sense? Um, because I, I feel like we're right in the heart of a, a continuing process. 
But what they explained to me, which made sense to my body when I heard it, they said that 2012 to 2019 has been a seven-year cycle. And now we're entering a new seven-year cycle. And they very specifically said that 2012 to 2019 has been a clearing cycle around our evolution. And 2019 to 2026 will be characterized as an elevation cycle. So we should see a lot more revolution and evolution made manifest in the world. And I did a broadcast a couple of nights ago uh, called 2019, Year of Beginnings, and it's free. You can find it if you go to my Facebook page, Lee Harris. You just uh, There's a link there to it. And it was almost an hour long, and one of the things that came through in that broadcast was the fact that a lot of ancestral clearing has been happening for people in recent years. And if you're feeling tired, that's number one, <laughs> that kind of puts you right in the heart of where most people are finding themselves or feeling themselves. But without all of this dissolution, there can't be a rebuild, which I know we understand logically, but I, I'm with you, Sandy. I think especially if things have been tough in your life for a while or you've gone from hope and faith into a period of difficulty, challenge, despair, heavy emotion, that can be very wearing. So the way I look at it is that we're all in this very deep death and birth cycle right now on the planet. There's a lot of death around us, things that we used to know that were true, things that we used to believe in, systems that used to hold us. But there is also birth beginning to happen, and it started in consciousness in this last seven years more than in actuality. But what they were saying was in, in the seven years to come, we're going to see a lot more of the technological and thought advances that will actually characterize the next few decades on Earth. Um, and it was it was interesting because I, I hear this stuff and you, you then have to live it and walk through it to feel it as real. But my body felt a very deep sense of understanding and relief as these messages were coming through. Um, and I'm not one of the people who's had a particularly rough couple of years. So I can only imagine for the people who've gone through the really deep cleanse the last couple of years and been battered around. Um, and I've been in that place in my life a, a couple of times, um, how it must feel right now, given how fast and intense energy is. It's, you know, it's interesting hearing you say that you were 24 back then. Um, obviously, there's this whole generational thing going on. Um, round about then was when I'd first moved to America. I moved there in 1999. And what was so interesting then was the spiritual arena was quite different. And in fact, I've spoken to many friends recently about how much the spiritual arena um, and the light workers within it have changed over that 20 year period, uh, 18, 20 years. And um, the camaraderie, the sense of community to a large degree is different. I'm not saying it's gone, but it has morphed into something and probably the internet has made it morph because it's, you know, we're doing it at a distance. Fewer people attend in-person seminars now. You know, they more people will attend an online one. So they're not getting the same kind of connection to each other in the same way. You know, they're connecting to you if they're coming to one of your events, but they're not necessarily connecting to each other, although they may feel an energetic connection. But we've watched, we've watched that change. And I think... But certainly for my generation, we did think that 2012 was going to be the dawn of the golden era. Absolutely. I mean, I never believed it was all going to fall apart. And I was a big follower of Carl Callerman's work with the Mayan calendar. And I understood what the Mayan calendar was saying that, you know, it was a shift in consciousness that was taking place. It wasn't uh, Armageddon. But um, it's... You know, it's it's changed so much and the world has changed so much that I think many people that I know, many of the, you know, the spiritual, the family, the tribe, if you like, that I mixed with after 2012 said that they were done. You know, either it was I'm done because the promise hasn't happened or I feel complete. I've done what I came here to do and now I'm just going to go and live my life. But 
many of them just kind of drifted away into something. Um, personally, I think what they drifted away to was themselves. Mm. You know, they could no longer go out. They were going in. Um, but there's no doubt that many, many people do feel completely buffeted and in unknown territory. It's, it's so many things in what you just said that are that are really interesting to me. And I, you know, one of the things that I was called to be a messenger of about three, four years ago, I think I remember first this coming through me, and it's a message I've been asked to repeat, um, is that that pre twenty twelve there was a lot of ascension energy for people, meaning we mm -hmm. were going up, we were going out, yep. we were gathering, we were visioning. And for many people who, shall we say, got drunk on that before 2012, because bear in mind, some people only popped open in 2011. So maybe they had a year of that. But for anybody yeah. who'd been seasoned at that way of directing their energy and connecting, there's, there's what I was called to refer to as the descension process. It doesn't mean you regress or things get worse or you go back. But it means that you come back down into your physical body, your physical personality and your physical reality. And you start to let all of that consciousness awkwardly, sometimes uncomfortably, sometimes euphorically, sometimes painfully enter your body and enter your human life and redesign it from the inside out. And if you think about it, it's interesting as I was listening to you talk. It, it, I suddenly got a clearer picture as to why we've gone through this the last seven years. You know when you have a breakthrough in personal consciousness. So an example of that might be, let's say, I'll, I'll use the workshop example because most of us on this call have been to a workshop and had a big opening experience at a workshop at some point in our life. You go to a workshop, you're there for three days, you come away from that workshop and you've been donked on the head by conscious and you're like, oh my God, I shouldn't be in this relationship. I shouldn't be trying to move to this place. I've suddenly realized I'm on the wrong path. And that consciousness that awakens in you, you then start changing your life. You might end the relationship very quickly or you might move to end it over a period of months. You might suddenly change your sights. So in that way, we see how our consciousness, meaning the way we feel about things, the way we perceive things, our beliefs about things affect our outer reality. So the, no wonder the world is shaking and tremoring because for years, I'm with you, I, I heard the prediction both from my own guides and other sources about the shift in consciousness. So the planet is going through, let's say, a slow and awkward shift in consciousness that's perhaps much slower than everyone expected it to be. But because of that, everything that was built on the old consciousness is rattling. And one of the things that my guides, the Z's, have said multiple times, um, and I would love to channel them um, today at the end of the show, if that's if that's um, you know if we have room for that. Absolutely. Is, yeah, is um, they said you 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 have to understand that the pace at which things have gone has actually been better for the planet than if things had gone faster. And they said that, 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 that what, what characterizes a shift like this is how messy it has to get in order for things to change. And they've said that the slower pace of things compared to how some people would have liked their reality to shift um, has actually been better for the planet and is letting more people wake up and have awareness and the ability to do something with their awareness more than if things had suddenly all done a 360. Um, but, but because you quite, quite rightly, Sandy, you bring up the, the group who might be disgruntled or fed up or, oh my God, what am I going to do with this? There is something to, for me, and I, I had a period in my life, like many light workers, where I really didn't know if I wanted to be here anymore, didn't know if I could do it, didn't know if I could take it. Um, the Z's always say you can die at any time. So if you're still here, get really curious about why. And I recently have, have literally, I know of two people in my life who died in their sleep, young, fairly healthy people just in the last three, four weeks. And it's, it's always a reminder to me that whatever resistance I might have to what's actually going on outside me, there's a reason I'm still alive and there's a reason I'm still in the earth game, if you like. And how can I work to 
recreate my creatorship. And, you know, like every human, I have my days where you know, you're like, I do, don't want to play today. This is no fun. I'm having a tantrum, you know, whatever it is. But um, but I I'm reminded of that truth again and again. And the one thing that the Z. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I've talked about in terms of the years to come, and this came up a lot in the broadcast the other night, is they said, fear or love and um, we've heard that as a spiritual truth a lot. Do we choose fear? Do we choose love? And they said that the last seven years has been an opportunity to elevate. And many people get sucked into the fear. And the fear is the place that you will become disempowered, that you will start to align with the backward turning wheels on the planet. And there are, as we know, certain people who would love you to do that because then you're not going to upset the status quo. Um, but there's a difference between people who are using what they are seeing in the world to get depressed, get sad, get angry, get frustrated and just bounce off that relay loop or the people who are actually willing to go, okay, this is what's happening in the outside world. This is what we knew would be happening at this time. Maybe it doesn't look exactly how we thought it, it looked, but now we're getting the measure of it. The question is, what will you create? And that's really important for the years to come. And I think a lot of light workers have had trouble with the physical reality. They might be masters of the energetic reality, the emotional reality, the psychological reality, because they're connected to all of those energy centers that are really um, alive in those areas. But a lot of light workers have struggled with the physical reality because they don't like it, they don't want it. And I, I empathize with that, but I also feel like there are different things that can be created now for your life, different ways forward. And that's what the Z's were saying, like, stay alive, stay alert, look out for the connections. And if you don't like what you're creating, intend for something else and keep intending and keep leaning into the intention of what you want it to look like and how you want it to feel. I'm glad you brought that up, Lee. I'm glad you mentioned what the Z's have said because we need to be reminded. And I have a comment about that, but we'll get to that after the break. You're listening to What Is Going On. I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, and my guest tonight is Transformation Guide, author, intuitive and musician, Lee Harris. And we're looking ahead at the energies and potentials of 2019. After the break, Lee will share some of his secrets to creating genuine transformation for yourself. So don't go away.
future of Internet radio is here. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose, to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free. AscendingHearts.com More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. To put that number in perspective, cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life uninterrupted. Hi, this is New Age Grammy winner Paul Avgerinos. Thanks for listening to Ohm Times Radio, and please support my peaceful healing music with a purchase at iTunes, Amazon, or wherever you shop for fine music. Just put my name into the search engine. Paul Avgerinos. A, V like Victor, G like George, E, R, I, N, O, S. You can also visit me at roundskymusic.com. Thanks for listening, and I'm wishing you the brightest of blessings. I'm Fidel Nshombo. I was born in a city called Bukavu in the Congo. We were a loving family, and then, boom! Everything that I had disappeared in a single day. People think that when you are a refugee, and they resettle to America, and all your problems are done. They don't understand that that's the beginning of everything. I was not born a refugee. I was made one. It's time we welcome refugee families with open arms. Learn more at EmbraceRefugees.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. Lee Harris, when you were talking, it, what I was thinking about was the words I said earlier about a generational gap. I think for many of the people that I've mixed with over the last 20 years, they've been doing their work, the light worker work for many, many, many years. And I think many of them just are plain tired and were thinking that they were going to see transformation in their time. And we're just beginning to get a glimpse of, eh, maybe I won't be around to see it. And, uh, you know, that may have contributed to some of the, um, not so much depression, but just, um, you know, some people have just had enough, don't want to go on doing it anymore, um, just feel they've done too much and haven't seen enough transformation. Are you, what, you know, the kinds of people that come to you, would you say that they are more of your generation or is it very mixed? I would say it's very mixed, but I would say that the people who tend to show up at my live events, the average age is around 45 to 55. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I've had some 20 year olds and I've, I've had many times 70, late 70 year olds. And so, yeah, it, it's mixed. But I, I think what you're saying, Sandy, makes total sense. Um, I think number one, obviously, with each with each generation we go through in our own bodies and our own perspectives we change and and we we uh, we have to adjust our, our levels of output and input accordingly as we go through different stages of life but you know what comes to me when you're speaking two things one of the things I really empathize because I too <laughs> as someone who you know, loves all this, loves great energy, loves harmony, loves love, loves connection, all those things. Um, I too spent a long time thinking I was just going to see that everywhere um, or a period of time because I was believing what everyone, what I was hearing. Um, but equally, I was paying attention to those people who were talking about Armageddon too. And I was like, well, this is very interesting. We've got these two very diverse ideas coming about the future and each party is putting enormous weight behind their belief in each one. And depending on the day, I would oscillate between the two while I was figuring out where I sat in the middle of all that. Well, my truth really is, is that we, 
that everything changes from moment to moment and that that's the most comfortable place that we can live. I was definitely somebody who preferred happy and connected over unhappy and disconnected. I definitely had that slant like many light workers and I've had to learn to get more uncomfortable with the discomfort. Uh, I'm sorry, more, more comfortable with the discomfort because it's part of the growth and also to recognize that everything waves. But within that, what I've come to understand is that for me, light and magic are created. And sometimes they'll be created by somebody else or an event that I happen to find myself in or connecting to, and that can ignite the light and the magic in me. And other times I'll be the generator of it for friends or for people in my work, but that actually for me it's not so much that we are here to see a different world physically take place in, in our outer world, but that actually consciousness is what we serve. It's not just what we're trying to witness and hope that the work that we're doing is creating. I think we're having to create it every moment. And I think that's what really for me the truth of the prophecy is. It's like we are a generation who will bridge bridge an old world and a new world, but that our work and our leaning is really in consciousness. And I do see a ton of healers and light workers and empathic people, and I definitely have played in this myself, burn out. And I see a real ability and a desire to give and to generate. And I see a real inability to receive or to let in, particularly from other humans. So there's a safety in letting in a vision, there's a safety in letting in a guide, there's a safety in meditation, but there's a trauma about the human world or a dislike of the human world that then sets up an imbalance for people because if they're only the, the healer who's generating light for people all the time, well, no wonder they're going home and you know driving nails into the door when they need to recover and not wanting to leave and feeling depressed or down. And so sometimes with the generation that you're speaking about, and I see it with younger people too, not always, but sometimes that dynamic is at play. And you know, as someone who's had burnout in my life and had that moment where I feel like I've got nothing left to give, it's always in those times that I've gone deeper with myself and come back and learned I have to balance things more for myself and I have to receive as well, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And, it, and it, it's interesting because it makes me realize how much people need to hear the positive again and again and again. You know, the things that we were told 20 years ago, um, the things that are still being said, the things that are still being prophesied and promised, I think, you know, it's easy to get jaded. It's very easy to say, I've heard all that before. But I think we need we need to hear fresh voices saying it. We need to hear younger people like you reminding us, you know, why people, my generation has put in so much work. Um, well, and if I may, know. Sandy, one simple thing around that is the gratitude journal. You know, I, I could name six great things that happened to me today and, and yeah. maybe more if I really stop and think about it. And of course, there may have been some really challenging things, too. But but I, I, I think that balance is something we have to become a custodian of because yes, and energy is tangible, but it's only tangible if we work with it. If we feel we're a victim of it or we're away from it or we're not connected to the universe or nothing good is happening to us, we pull ourselves into a corner. And, and sometimes that happens because of grief or loss and that's understandable. But when that becomes our program or our, this is what we're saying, it, it's like when I meet light workers who really, they've really got it in for the world and they've really got it in for humans. And they're like, oh God, if, ever, if we all just died, we'd all be better off. And I'm like, well, even if that's true, I could not live on this planet every day and think or feel that and still, you know, not want to kill myself, basically, because otherwise, what, what are you doing here? Are you, are you here to sit in and identify with the negative or are you here to find something? If you've been negative or depressed for a long time, what are you going to do to bring yourself back and to find the small moments that make life worth it because people on their deathbed they don't care about any of the trappings they talk no. people who are about to die they talk about the connections the love the person they miss 
that that energy that exists between us as humans, that love and connection that we can find is something we have to, we do have to work to cultivate it and we have to work to maintain it and balance it at challenging times. And I think that's that's where sometimes I've seen certain light workers give up because they don't want to have to do the work on the ground as much as they will do the work in, in the energy world. And I understand, but I also see that becoming its own trap. Mm. It's also very easy, as I said earlier, to get, you know, to feel that you're bruised and battered when yes. life changes as rapidly as it has been doing, the shifts and turns that we've all gone through. You know, one of the things that I know you're doing in your um, current online course, The Rebirth 2019, um, is you're helping people let go of the energies of 2018. I'd like you to talk about that because in letting go the energies of 2018, I'm also reminded that the very people that we've been discussing that are feeling a bit jaded, who need a bit of a lift, um, need to also to let go of all of the accumulated energies of, you know, the last 18 years, um, you know, the disappointments, um, etc. How do we do that? How do we actually shed those energies? Well, it's, it's a couple of different things and, and I'm a... What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Huge believer that if you're depressed, if you're angry, if you're in grief, really go there. <laughs> like, don't, you know, and, and, and I was someone who used to try and avoid those places in myself. And I would judge myself for being there. I would try and pull myself out too early. And now I'm, I'm a big believer in, okay, I trust this feeling. If I really let it have its moment, it will move. If I don't let it have its moment, it will just keep haunting me. Um, and that's what depression is. It's, it's where this long, unless, unless your depression is something that's chemically diagnosed in you, it usually happens to us that too many stressors, too many events, too much burnout have hit our system in a way where your body and your soul just go, okay, now she needs to stop. Um, but to go back to your point about the assessment in a way. One of the things I've, I've realized, I used to do live events um, called Winter Light, and it was a very powerful process to do around uh, the Christmas period. And what I would do is I would lead people through a process of acknowledging what they wanted to let go of from 2018, but also seeing what the gifts were, whether those gifts came through a challenge, whether those gifts came through a, a literal gift, something that you loved, um, and this was really important before you intend for the year ahead, because a lot of the times people will build their New Year's resolutions based on what they don't like about the now, what they're angry about that they didn't do. And of course, that's not a great energy to, found, be, to be a foundation for what you're trying to build and create. So with Rebirth, we, we did it last year for the first time as an online experience. And I thought, well, I would like to lead people through a process where on day one, we're going to sit with the energy of 2018 and harvest what we want from it and let go of what we don't need. And on day seven, we're going to vision the future. And in the five days in between, I'm going to teach some key energies and components that have come to me that we can really focus on. So for me, part of it is taking stock of what happened so that we're present and aware of where we've been. And that really gets us in touch with our present power rather than when we're a bit switched off or a bit asleep at the wheel or, you know, we're in a, a bunch of to-do lists and tasks and that can often put us more toward the negative. 
So this is why practicing gratitude, being aware on a daily basis, whether you do that through meditation or just being silent for five minutes several times a day, that awareness is rocket fuel to the way that we create. And that's why I begin the rebirth process with that level of awareness around the year that we've just walked through. You also um, have something that you call contact in 2019. What is that process? How do you contact? Are you talking about projecting and visualizing what you want or contacting the, the energies? Yeah, contacting the energies because, uh, so for example, I'm sure many people who are listening to this have, have done this before. Think about something that you would like to manifest. Let's say you're like, I really would love to experience a great relationship this year. I don't mind whether it's someone for a year or a lifetime. I would just like to experience a really powerful connected relationship. When you're visualizing that, if you sit in your body, sit with your body about how that would feel, you start to get used to being open to it and you see, oh, I'm actually a bit afraid of that. As I start to let that into my body energetically, that future outcome, I realize I start to close down. So you start to work with it. Well, I do that for the whole year based on what I'm feeling in the group and what's coming up in 2019 ahead. So it's twofold. Some of it's information um, about the year to come and some of it is just a dose of the energy that we're about to walk into, which was why doing the um, the broadcast the other night was so interesting looking ahead, um, not just at 2019, but the next seven years. Things felt very different. Um, and as the information was coming through, my body felt very different. My awareness felt very different. And everybody on the call reported um, a similar shift. So doing that can actually really help us enter future timelines with less debris. So in that sense, it's a little bit of a healing and a calibration with the future. And that can be really helpful for forward movement. Hmm. You, um, you talk about uh, in 2019 how we can learn to use our voice. You say that the voice is the leader of the soul. What do you mean by that? Well, this is this is something I've come to understand after working with people in transformation for 15 years. And it's also a lesson I've had to go through in my life. So I guess that's why I'm a bastion of it, which is often what what we do as, as healers or people who um, work in personal development. I came to understand that one of the most creational things that we have is our voice and what we say. And there is so much fear about saying the wrong thing offending people, uh, scaring people off. And yet the reason that fear exists is we actually know the power of the truth of our words. So it's interesting. We have all these social codes. So for example, Sandy, if I were to say to you right now, Sandy, I like you, but I'm just not enjoying this show. I know we've got 20 minutes more, but I'm going. Bye. <laughs> we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't expect me to say that. And that would give you a reaction. It would give um, on times a reaction. And it would give everyone listening a reaction. Because we've all agreed this is going to be an hour. My point being, when we say something that's truthful, it can really change the future. It can change a relationship. And so there are several processes I walk people through as to how to speak your truth compassionately how to boundary compassionately, and how to understand when your intuition is asking you to say something that will change your life. So that to me is why I was so passionate about doing a whole video module on your voice being the leader of your soul, because I see it time and time again, when, when we let ourselves speak the truth at the right time, it does incredible things to our outer life. And many people have the voice in their head and they don't let the voice in their head translate out through their body because we're scared. So that's something I love helping people with because it's 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 changed my life. And likewise, sometimes that voice, you know, it just pops out of our mouth and we wish we could pull it back. But that's what I love about you, Sandy, because you have a very powerful voice. And I've always loved the side of you that I know will call a spade a spade. So and that's <laughs> and that's important. We need we need people like you so that those of us who are recovering people pleasers like myself, we go, oh, that's good. Sandy, just hold the truth very quickly and very directly. So, no, I've, I've learned from people with your ability over the years and I've learned when it's important to become a bit more that myself.
you know, I think we, we all learn so much from others. I mean, believe it or not, I used to be such a mouse. Nobody, nobody oh. believes that, but it is absolutely <laughs> true. No, I believe My that. Old... I believe that about you. Yes, I do. And I think, yeah, I mean... Um, You're a transformation agent, our... so, yeah. <laughs> using our voice is, is really important, and I'm beginning to realise that now more than ever, um, because it is all we have. Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of the most important so, things we have, and it's so transformational that we we forget that speaking the truth can rearrange things in our life, and it's just something we've been talked out of. So, um, yeah, I I enjoy talking people back into it. What do you think is the most important thing that we could cultivate? for 2019, given what you already know, the glimpse you've had of the energies that will be prevailing? Yeah, great question, because you know what they said, and this came through me, um, even though I wasn't directly channeling the Z's in the broadcast, I, I, you know, I go into a semi-state when I'm a, an energy intuitive. They said stillness, and they said, you do not have to go on a seven-day silent meditation retreat to get stillness, even though that can be a great booster or a great foundation. They said, if you take stillness five minutes a day, four times a day, um, where you just step away from the stimulation, step away from being available for phone calls or the internet or whatever, stillness is going to be really important in the years to come because they said the elevation energy that's hitting the planet will be utilized by those who can feel it. And we can only feel it if we remain sensory enough to feel it moving in and around us and our bodies. And that is accessed through stillness. So they said, cultivate a stillness practice. You know, set an alarm on your phone four times a day to just take five minutes to close your eyes, step away. And they said, even if stillness for you means having some classical music playing in the room or in your ears if that's what helps you be still just a moment to let yourself be present to what's going on inside you in relationship to the universe rather than just in response to what's going on in your outside world from other humans or stimuli hmm. good Thank you for that. You're listening to What Is Going On. I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, and my guest tonight is transformation guide, author, intuitive, and musician, Lee Harris. We're talking about the energies and potentials of 2019. And after the break, more of Lee's secrets to creating genuine transformation next year and a live channel from the Z's. We'll be back in a few moments. The cutting edge of conscious radio, Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Om Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Om Times endeavor. Host your show with Om Times Radio Network. My name is Victor Furman. Some call me The Voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Om Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. Hi, this is recording artist and composer Yuval Ron inviting you to a voyage through the chakras, a new double album of guided meditations to transform your life, a sublime musical medicine for nourishing inner peace and reaching to your higher virtues. Get it now at metamindfulnessmusic.com, M-E-T-T-A, mindfulnessmusic.com. Imagine being fired because of who you love. Imagine being denied medical treatment because of who you marry. Imagine being evicted because of who you are. Millions of Americans don't have to imagine this. They have to live it. Because in 31 states, it's legal to discriminate against LGBT people. 
Get the facts at beyondido.org. Brought to you by the Gill Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Lee Harris, you're talking about new beginnings. You've said that transformation is very strong on the planet right now. And that if anyone feels that they need to do something new in their life, go in a new direction, they're right in the heart of the current energies. So what do we need to do to um, take advantage of those energies? Well, it's funny, I want to go back to something you said. It's funny, I wanted to say this to you when we came back on, and it kind of intersects with what you're saying. Um, I was just reflecting in the break on what you said about prior generations and people being tired, and I wanted to say thank you, Sandy, to you and to all the other people who have held the baton for the people in my generation and, and below my generation to enter into this world of consciousness. And I'm a big believer in we all need a rest in the race. And I've had those periods in my 15 years of working in this field. And um, so it's interesting. <laughs> I wanted to say that to you first to say thank you to everyone who's held the space for consciousness and spirituality in this way. Even if it is going through a change now, I really appreciate everybody who um, held the space so that I could learn um, when I was in my peak learning time um, 20, you know, 20, 20, 20, 20, 15 years ago. Um, but, but with that said, if you are exhausted, the best thing you can do is rest and go, I'm really tired. I'm a capable person and I do want a transformation and I do need to harness. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. These energies, but everything in my body, my psyche, and my soul is saying, I'm not ready right now. I just want to have a very quiet few months and do everything I can to protect myself so that I can have a very quiet few months because I know I'm resilient and I will come back if I give myself that experience without putting pressure on myself. And then conversely, when you get to that place or if you're already in that place, the action steps around what are the next things that you would like to most create in your life? So perhaps it's a relationship, perhaps it's more financial freedom because you already know what you would do with that money and how it would serve your life. Um, and what are the pain points that you're really bored of? So for me, you know, I kind of went a bit more hell for leather a couple of years ago with my physical fitness and really upped it in the last year and hired a trainer to support me with that because I recognized it was an area I, you know, it was one of those things that I was going to go through my whole life fantasizing about being more athletic. But if, <laughs> if that was just going to be a fantasy for 30 years, then what's the point of that? That's taking up a lot of my brain space. So I was like, okay, well, if I really want to go for this, let's try it. Let's give it a year and let me take some of the uncomfortable action steps I have to take in order to see that amplify in my life as well as holding an intention around it. So intention plus action equals results. And I think sometimes it's more comfortable for us to vision it and intend for it, <laughs> and then actually to get down in the trenches and go, oh, I guess I might have to try an online dating website. Even if I think I'm not gonna like it, I should just try it out for a few weeks because that's me being willing to show, willing in the direction of a relationship. So I think action around your desires and your pain points that you're bored of. Working those two things at the same time can really elevate us and really reopen our life force. Can you offer us any other secrets? I don't want to give away your course um, that's uh, online now, but uh, are there any little tips and suggestions that you could throw out to our listeners? If we had more time, I'd happily give away all my. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind at all. I think the one thing that was that was coming up a lot, and this is why there's a module there called Connected Relationships, um, is that we've even those of us who perhaps 
um, have a higher mind or a, a way of seeing things that's more conscious than the standard way of viewing relationships historically on Earth. Um, they were talking about um, we're going to have less ancestral clearing and less attachments to those kinds and styles of relationships in the future, that we're moving into something that they would term the one relationship, which is where you recognize that every relationship is equal in, in, in terms of its importance. So whether that's the person you go home to that you've been with for 15 years or the person that you bump into on the street uh, for five minutes and that we're going to get better at just understanding that the one relationship is where we're all going. And so Connected Relationships is a module that I did in Rebirth to really help us. How do we have clean relationships with each other where we're loving and honoring each other but we're also loving and honoring ourselves, which is a tricky area because when a relationship mm -hmm. has a healing element in it, we tend to, you know, we'll either go into sacrifice for someone else or we might be the person that someone else is sacrificing for while we're all playing out a mutual wound. Um, so that was really interesting to me that, you know, in, in, the, in the coming years, a, a better cleanliness around relationships is going to be birthed on the earth and many people who are here as light workers and way showers, they're going to be playing in and with those templates. So that module really um, kind of looks at that from all sides. That is an absolute necessity, Lee. I mean, we're seeing this with the Me Too movement. We're seeing, seeing this yes. in so many ways, the rise of the feminine energy. Long before I was involved in the spiritual arena, I was writing about relationships. Um, so I'm really glad that you're including that. There's a lot more I want to say. One of the things I must say is that you mentioned that you would give it away. I think at 79 bucks, you've you virtually are giving it away, but um, anyway, yeah, thank people you. can thank go you. and they can check into the value of that for themselves. But we're, if we want this live channel, we're going to have to start it now. Absolutely. So um, it might just take me 10, 20 seconds to switch, but there seems to be a lot of energy running through my body, so it shouldn't take too long. Good. Hmm. Hmm. Ha. Yes, welcome. Mm. It is true that he has a lot of energy running through him for this call, and that is deliberate for all of you who are listening are either going to be the energizer for others in the months to come, or you are going to find yourself on the receiving end of what we would call hotspots on the planet. Some of you will experience this in places, and some of you will experience humans such as Lee being conduits of this energy, in particularly targeted and focused ways. It serves the individual when this energy current runs through you. It can have an elevating effect on the individual, but it also helps to shake up the consciousness of those who are gathered around the individual. We will give you an example. Many of you are used to your rock concerts or music concerts where uh, a group of musicians or one on a stage amplify their energy out into a crowd of people. And some people get a little misled about the power of that individual. Uh, yes, they are a good conduit, but actually it is the power of the group experience that lights everybody up. Uh, you would have quite a different experience if it were just you in that auditorium with that musician, even though some huh, super fans would desire that, of course. Uh, we would tell you that it would not be as electric without the current of energy being passed through the whole group. So uh, what we are here to impart to you is that light is hitting your planet stronger than ever, which is why you are seeing the dark scrambling to hold on to control. Uh, this means you must look for these amplified points of light wherever you go, uh, for they are there. And for many of you, this is why it is important to, at the very least, stay open to light. Uh, we have a message which is light will find you always. You just have to be willing to be found. So by all means, if you are in a dark period of your life where it is important for you to burrow deeply into the story of mm, you don't like life, you don't like what is happening to you and you need to be in that place, by all means, be there. But be aware that until you are willing to at least open one eye to the outside world that you are not currently in relationship with while you are consumed by the relationship you are in with yourself and your story and your experience, Unless you open one eye to the outside world, light cannot find you. 
and it is important to recognize these amplifiers are everywhere. And for those of you who are, um, as Sandy was saying earlier, a little tired, or we would say extremely tired, by the wallop of the energy the last few years, it is going to be very important for you to fill up your own cup. But remember, it will not look how it did in 2015 or 2016. All of you will be having trouble trying to fill yourselves up the way you did in 2015 or 2016 more than 20% of the time. Meaning, 20% of your old habits and pastimes will still be working for many of you. But as to the other 80, there has been such a seismic shift in the energy of the world the outer forms that you used to go to will no longer be working in the same way either, for they matched the energy that you were and the world was. And the world is changing fast, and so are you. So for those of you who are a little battered and bruised, what you are needing to do is generate positive life force and light for yourselves at an all new level. So we would say, for those of you who are feeling that, make 2019 your year of beginnings. For there is an energy of a beginning cycle that is coming in. So this will be one of the most powerful years for intentional manifestation uh, than there has been for seven years. Uh, some of you may find that hard to believe, but it is in fact true that universally the energy of manifestation will be at an all-time high in this next mm, 20, 30 days because of the power of public belief around the New Year resolution time. Uh, everybody believes in the power of January 1st uh, to some degree. So therefore, that collective belief allows a certain energetic magic to hit the planet around that period of time. So uh, one thing we will say is hold an intention for your year and years to come, but then keep working with them as the year goes on. We recommend working with intentions at least monthly. Uh, for then you get to adjust and change as you go. For example, something you wish to manifest may no longer be as important two or three months later, and so you might modify or change it. The process of intention and manifestation is not disempowering yourself. Uh, it is not you telling the universe what should happen. It is you co-creating with the universe as you go and making course corrections as you go. So. We say this to those of you who are ready to take things to the next level, but remember, the next level comes from connections. So for those of you who are still chasing an outer dream and you haven't identified what it is in the outer dream that you are craving, for example, connections, a feeling seen, feeling heard, then it will be hard to manifest that dream. But if you understand what's underneath what you are trying to manifest and you add that to your intention list as its own thing without that outer form being the only set way you will let it come to you, you will see quite magnificent results. So we are aware we do not have much more time with you today. So we wish to just take a moment to sit with you uh, for 10, 15 seconds or so in the frequency of your future in silence. So we will do that with you now, just 10, 15 seconds in silence together for you to feel the frequency of your near future. Good. You began to contact where you are going next. And beyond that, there is far more expansion too. So, a pleasure to be with you in peace and in love to all. Thank you for that, Lee. Um, tell me about uh, the, the course. What else will people find in this course? Okay, so um, it begins on December 28th and runs till January the 3rd, but people will have access to all the videos, all the audios, um, and the live broadcast replays um, for the whole year. Um, when you go into the course, there is actually a channeled message with sound healing called Light Will Find You Always Light Bringers. And it's a message that was recorded live in Costa Rica um, and it, it kicks off the whole course. So that's there immediately when people sign up for the course. And at the moment, we have almost 1,700 people who are going to be in the Rebirth Tribe um, and we don't start for another week. So it's going to be a very strong, supportive energy within the tribe itself, as well as 
the video and audio material that you'll receive from me, plus a day from my husband, Stephen Washington, who teaches Qigong, meditation, body wellness. He's going to bring a day of body medicine as well as the topics that I'm teaching on. So there's plenty to get your teeth into, and I believe it will be about 10 hours or so of material um, all in by the time um, everything has been gone through. So it starts on the 28th, but if people are listening to this, you know, via a podcast uh, and we've gone way beyond that, can they still access it? Will it be available for some time? Yes, until November. I think we took uh, the 2018 one down on November the 30th, the day we put the 2019 one up. And funnily enough, we actually had people still um, taking Rebirth in November. Um, So, yeah. Lee, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. You too. Thanks, Sandy. Thank you. You're listening to What Is Going On. I'm Sandy Sedgbeer. If you want to know more about Lee Harris's work, the course that we've been talking about tonight, and all of his other work, go to leeharrisenergy.com. I'll be back with you at the same time next week. Till then, it's goodbye from me. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.